Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Hour Podcast, wherever you may be joining. And week one of the 2022 NFL season is almost in the books. We still got one more game tomorrow night. We got the Broncos and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. But week one, the first Sunday of this NFL season is is in the books. I'm going to start off with my team, the San Francisco 49ers, who lost in the rain there in Chicago against the Bears. I thought Trey Lance, he looked okay. But the 49ers, they lost this game against Chicago because of penalties and missed opportunities. In that first half... The 49ers had opportunities to be up more than seven than than they were. They they were they they scored first seven nothing. I thought in that first half they should have been up more because the field position was in San Francisco's favor. They start the best field position was on their own forty three. The Bears. Starting field position was on their own 12. And then in that second half, the Bears, it was a completely different story. It was all Bears in that second half of that football game. There was no answer for the 49ers. The defense played well. 49ers without George Kittle. They lost Elijah Mitchell with a knee injury in in the game. Um, But... I don't think that's too serious, hopefully. But this is a game the 49ers are going to wish they had back. And they better and I, they better make this game up some, somehow later down the line. Because I, I don't think the Bears are going to be good this year. And this is going to be a, a game that the 49ers wish they played better. And if they're going to beat the Seahawks next Sunday, they're going to have to clean up on those penalties. They had too many penalties. You had a couple roughing the passer penalties when Justin Fields would, would slide on the ground. And then 49ers, a 49ers defender would come in with a late hit. They had a couple of those. Got to clean that up. They had some false, false starts. They had some holdings. Got to clean that up. It's only week one. Um, the pass protection, the protection, um, they got to give Trey Lance more time in the pocket. I thought there was, at times in this game, he didn't, he wasn't given enough time from his offensive line. Got to clean that up. And again, week one. But overall, I thought Trey Lance, he looked good. He looked good, okay. A little nervous to start the game, but hey. His first full season as the quarterback of this 49ers team. I thought he looked good, okay to good. But 49ers, they begin the season 0-1. They, they come back home to Levi's to take on the Seahawks. Um, Seahawks play tomorrow 
on Monday Night Football against the Broncos. So we'll get the Seahawks on a short week, but got to clean up the small things. You don't you don't win games in the NFL when you're kicking yourself in, self in the foot with bad penalties on bad protection for your quarterback. You don't win a lot of games like that. The New York Football Giants defeat the Tennessee Titans in Nashville by one on a game winner, field, game winning field goal. I thought Saquon Barkley looked good, and I think this is a this is a pretty good win for this New York Football Giants team. I don't I don't expect a lot of wins by this Giants team. But on the road against a playoff team from a year ago, hey, you take you take these wins when you can get them. And Brian Dable first first win as a head coach in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's great. Led. He led the Chiefs to a blowout win in the desert against Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, who the Cardinals are without. Um, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, the first six weeks of the season for violating the league's performance-enhancing drug policy. But Patrick Mahomes, he looked great. He's Patrick Mahomes. So, um, knew he had... Um, New receivers, um, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mark, uh, Valdez-Scantley. So, I don't think you're missing um, Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. And speaking of Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins took it to the New England Patriots down in South Beach. 20-7 to against the Patriots and... And Mike McDaniel, first win as an NFL coach. Good for you, Mike McDaniel. And speaking of Tyreek Hill, um, this is Tyreek Hill's offense there in Miami. And just in case it wasn't obvious before, the Dolphins made it clear things would run through Tyreek Hill. And he, he... as he made his debut for the Dolphins after being traded to Miami from Kansas City. You know, he they, they targeted him five times. And in his first eight routes, finishing 94 yards, eight catches 12, on 12 targets. But um, as I said in one of my earlier episodes, this Dolphins team is going, is going to go as far as Tua takes them. Because I think Tua has a lot to prove um, this season. Because I believe this Dolphins team can make the playoffs and make a deep run in the playoffs. Because I really like this Dolphins team. I think the offensive line is better. They got Tua weapons. And um, I, I like their defense. I really like this Dolphins team 
if they, I don't think they'll win the division because I don't think they'll, I don't, they're not better than the Bills. But I, I could see this Dolphins team in the playoffs and making a run. The um, the New England Patriots self inflicted wounds cost New England in a game that was it it was winnable, but they were minus three in the turnover differential, and they didn't convert on fourth and three, which essentially, if I can say that word, essentially is another turnover. When one of those turnovers is a strip sack that results in a touchdown and the other comes in the end zone on a 50-50 ball, that hurts more. And it hurt New England in this game. And it's only one game. I expect Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to bounce back. You got um, Lamar Jackson. He wasn't. He he didn't look distracted by the lack of a contract extension as Lamar Jackson and the Ravens dominated the Jets twenty four to nine. Um. But he, by throwing three touchdowns, one interception, like he played Lamar Jackson, he played loose, looking off his favorite target, Mark Andrews. Um, but he didn't look distracted by any lack of contract extension. But the Ravens beat the Jets twenty-four to nine. Um, and the Jets. I really want to see what this team looks like when Zach Wilson comes back. I I I think I heard somewhere that Zach Wilson may come back. I think it's week four, I believe, that I read somewhere, but I'm not 100% sure of that. But Zach Wilson is the future of this Jets team. You got to see what he can do here in this second year at quarterback because if you can't, if you, if Zach Wilson doesn't take the those next steps in his development here in his second year, you just wasted a second overall pick. But I still like this Jets team to be a, a somewhat surprise. Yeah, they got blown out today. They didn't look good, but. With Zach Wilson out, Joe Flacco needs to keep this season alive until Zach comes back. And I believe that's that's a big ask, considering the Jets' upcoming opponents are the Browns and the Bengals, both, which both have good defensive teams. So we'll see where the Jets are when they face the Browns next Sunday and the Browns coming off a win against their former team, their former quarterback, Baker Mayfield, um, a two-point win, 26-24. to 24. And 
Cleveland's powerful one running game behind Chubb and Kareem, Kareem Hunt and an imposing offensive line controlled this game. But Cleveland, they couldn't put the Panthers away earlier as they had Jacoby Prosset capitalize by connecting with open receivers in the first half. Because if if Cleveland put this game away earlier, in, this would have been over in the first half. But um, Cleveland needs more out of its passing attack if they want to stick in this AFC playoff picture. Because the AFC, in my honest opinion, is much harder to compete in than the NFC. Because there are a lot of really good teams in this AFC. And if you slip up even one week, you may not make you you may not make the playoffs in this tough AFC. The Panthers they the Panthers I don't believe Baker Mayfield is the long-term solution for the Panthers. I hate to say this, but I believe, in my honest opinion, I think this is Matt Rule's last season. If the Panthers don't show improvement, they don't, if, and if they don't win enough, I think Matt Rule is gone. And what does that say for Christian McCaffrey? Be like, I know he's a he's a hell of a player, but what I'm concerned for with McCaffrey is is his long term health, because he he has not shown that he can stay healthy for a full season. I think a lot of that's got to do because I think the Panthers ask too much. Fun McCaffrey, because they they don't have a a they don't have a quarterback long term, and I don't think they have a good enough offense to compete in that division or in the NFC. But um, Christian McCaffrey had nine touches until the Panthers' final drive. And 14 for the game. So, and the Panthers, they play in New York against the Giants on Sunday. So, we'll see if they can bounce back from this two-point loss at home. The Washington Commanders, they defeat the Jags 28-22. to And I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz fan, but Carson Wentz is a upgrade at quarterback, and at times he showed why against in this game against the Jags. But he also showed why he has been maddening throughout his career. He threw two touchdown passes in the first half, executing well-designed play calls with pinpoint 
throws. But Washington was rolling. But but in the second half, on consecutive plays, Wentz threw interceptions leading to 10 Jaguars points. See, that's the thing with Carson Wentz. Sometimes you get the good Carson Wentz, and then you get the bad Carson Wentz. So it's a good win for Washington um, against a a not-so-good Jags team. But um, you got the Lions in Detroit next week. The Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, they were last in the NFL in turnover margin last season. But they were able to work their way back into this game against Washington because they forced three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble recovery. And they didn't give the ball away. In the second half, the two interceptions set up 10 points forcing turnovers. You know, the Jags did that only nine times last season. And, you, you know, this being um, Trevor Lawrence's second year, you want to see Trevor Lawrence continue his development in his second year. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a really good quarterback for in this league and for Jacksonville as they continue to build that team around them. So... You got Washington and Detroit next week, and then you got the Jags against the Colts. The Philadelphia Eagles, you know, new tar- new target for Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. I, I believe, my opinion, A.J. Brown is going to have a huge year because I'm a huge um, Jalen Hurts fan. And he and AJ Brown erupted for ten catches, hundred and fifty-five yards against Detroit today, setting a record for most receiving yards in his day de- in an Eagles debut. And then and Jalen Hurts targeted Brown thirteen times, nine more than the next closest receiving option. And I think that little tantrum of Hurts and Brown, that's going to be a nice little one-two punch for that Eagles offense. The, the Lions, I thought they looked, as I said in an earlier episode, I thought the Lions looked like an improved team. But the Eagles had no business yielding 35 points. Like, Detroit, they came back, like, the Eagles, they were up big. And then they let the Lions come back and only win by three points, 38 to 35. And, you know, the Eagles played their starters briefly in the preseason, but the Lions almost won this game. And I think Philadelphia, they can't take their foot off the gas. 
because I think they're the best team in that division in the East. And I don't think they're one of the best teams in the NFC, but I think they're one. I think they're top five in the NFC. Um, the Atlanta Fal. Oh, this is an exciting game. The New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons today came down to a game-winning field goal. Um. And late in the fourth quarter, Kellen Lutz, Lutz um, with the Saints, game-winning field goal there in the fourth. You know, Michael Thomas is back. I thought the Saints looked like they were in big trouble in the first half because the Falcons, they led, they led this game in the first half. But the, but the Saints offense in the first half, the offense was unable to do much of anything. But the wide receiver, Michael Thomas, proved that he is still, he still has a lot left in that tank, despite not playing a game last season. Thomas had two touchdowns in the second half, were the main reason the Saints were able to come back despite, like the Saints trailed in this game by 16 points in the second half. And Michael Thomas was the key part of turning that game around. The Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota is the quarterback. That would, if Atlanta held on to that lead, that would have been an unexpected win. But the collapse in the fourth quarter, because they led as much as much by of, uh, they led by as much as sixteen. The defense went from being aggressive in that first half because that defense was aggressive in that first half. And then they went away from that. Like, why? You have the Saints down. You keep the foot on the gas. And then now the Falcons, after having that 16-point lead and losing it, now they go on the road next week against the Rams, who lost... This past Thursday against the Bills. You know, the Falcons had a chance to get on a plane to fly out west with a huge boost going into week two. And then they they fumbled that away. But um, we'll see how the Falcons look next week in Los Angeles against the Rams. But I, I think that's going to be a game the Falcons want back um, this season. You know, the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans, we have our first tie of this season. I'm not a big fan of ties in the NFL. I don't think there should be ties in football. You know, the Indianapolis Colts, 
now have haven't won a season opener in nine years. The Colts have found all manner of ways to lose in week one going back to 2014. You know, even though they tied today, this game was similar to the outcome, the product of a long list of miscues raging from drop passes to penalties and a missed 42-yard field goal by um, Blankenship in overtime. That would have won it. But the Colts rallied from a third-quarter deficit of 20-3 um, to only come away with nothing to show for it. The Colts, they face the, um, the Jags in Jacksonville next week. You know, the Houston Texans, on the other hand, they missed a golden opportunity to beat the, the favorite to, in this division, the Colts. They blew a 17-point lead in the fourth. And, th- you know, this is the first tie in, in Texans history because I believe they're celebrating. I think that this is the Texans. I think it's the 20th season in the NFL since coming in as an expansion team. I think. I'm not positive on that. I think it is. Uh, I'm not sure on that, but... The Colts had 216 yards and 17 points in the fourth after being held to three points and 232 yards in the first three quarters. That Texans defense allowed Matt Ryan to go 12 for 19 for 146 yards and a touchdown. You know, Jonathan Taylor, who I really like gassed up that Texans defense for 70 yards and a touchdown on nine carries and then we get to overtime and the same thing continued that Texans defense allowed Indianapolis to march into field goal range and then as mentioned blank the missed 42 yarder from Blankenship. You know, I really like this win by Pittsburgh against the defending champion um, Cincinnati. Um, but, you know, Cincinnati, you know, Joe Burrow, he did not have his best game um, in this in this game against Pittsburgh. And, the Mitchell, the Mitch Trubisky era is off to a great start, a great one and zero start for the Mitch Trubisky era in Pittsburgh. But um, on this overreaction Monday, though, I'm not a big fan of overreactions because this is Week One. Of a long season. Are there things teams need to clean up? Yes. Every team 
needs to clean up on the small things. No team in the NFL was perfect on this Sunday. But, hey, I'll say this. Patrick Mahomes is great. And the Buffalo Bills look like that team who I predicted in an earlier episode that will win the AFC and be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl come February. And week one concludes Monday with the Broncos and the Seahawks. But that will do it for this episode of the Happier Podcast. And we'll see you in the next couple days. Thank you.